0: Namaste to all our listeners of Freemad Devi Bhagavat. Now we we will be listening to Chapter 6, Episodes 14 and 15. Here, how Ji got the name Maitra Varuni and the story of how Nimi came to stay in the eyelid. Nevertheless, she yields to the devotee. There is no doubt in this. Therefore, it is of prime importance to worship Devi, Bhagavati, Jagadamba. This washes away all sins. But of course, if the bhakti is contaminated with malice, hatred, deceit or hypocrisy, it has an adverse effect and causes destruction. There was a king called Nimi who was born in the clan of Ishvaku. He was very handsome, virtuous, pious, and loved by his subjects. He never spoke an untruth. He was very generous. He performed many yajyas. That wise king Nimi was counted as the twelfth son of Ishvaku. He was always concerned about the well-being of his subjects. He settled down in a place called Jayantpur, which was close to the ashram of Gautam Muni. He was kind and generous towards all Brahmins. Once he got a desire to perform a Rajasi Yajna, which would last for many days and require lot of charity and distributions of wealth. Nimi took permission from his father, Ishvaku and according to the directions of the Mahabharata, Mahatmas, he ordered that all the samagri, that is the ingredients for yajna, should be collected. He sent invitations to Bhigu, Angira, Vamadeva, Gautama, Vashishta, Pulastya, Rishik, Pulaha and Krato and all other Vedic scholars and tapasvis who were contempt to perform yajnas. As soon as all the arrangements were complete, Nimi performed puja to his guru Vasishta ji and humbly said, O oh, Muni, I desire to hold a yajna. Be pleased to accept the role of chief priest. O oh, wise one, you are my guru. The success of this yajna is entirely in your hands. I have collected all the prescribed ingredients and I have had them purified i have a desire that this yagya should go on uninterrupted for 5 years in this yagya the supreme bhagavati jagadamba should be worshipped the main purpose of this yagya is to please the devi vashishtha ji said before you indra has already invited me to perform a yagya for him he is performing the parashakti yagya he has taken a vow to Perform this yagya for 500 years. Therefore, Rajan, keep these ingredients safely. As soon as the yagya of Indra is completed, I will immediately return to you. Till that time, look after the ingredients carefully. King Nimi said, Brahman, I have already invited lot of munis to attend the yagya. All arrangements have also been completed. How can I keep them safe for such a long time? Gurudev, you are the principal priest of the Ishvaku clan. There is no part of the Vedas that is unknown to you. O oh, twice born, why are you abandoning me and going to another? This does not do any honor. But the king's request was of no avail. way. Vashishtaji left to attend yajna of Indra. This made the king very sad. He requested Muni Gautama to preside the chief priest. They went to a river close to the Himalayas and held the yajna there. King Nimi distributed immense wealth to the Brahmins. He gave big gifts of money and cows to the officiating priests. Everyone was very pleased. Here, on completion of Indra's yajna, after 500 years, Ji came to see Raja Nimi's yajna. At that time, the king was asleep. His sleep was so deep that his attendants hesitated to wake him and so he did not come out to receive his guru. Ji felt that the king had knowingly insulted him by ignoring him. He became furious. The failure of the king to receive him with proper formalities became the cause of his anger. He pronounced a curse on Nimi. You bypassed your guru and appointed someone else as chief priest for your yajna, even though I advised you to wait for me, you went ahead and performed the yajna. Therefore, from today, you become vaideha, bodiless soul. This soul of yours will be destroyed, become bodiless. Vyasji says, when the servants heard this, they immediately woke the king and performed him, for, and informed him of Guru Vashishtra's anger. The king bore no ill will and immediately came out to meet his guru. He began to speak in gentle tones. O Gurudev, you have the complete knowledge of the dharmas. I am not at fault. I am your host. Despite my repeated request, you cast me aside, and for the sake of payment, you went elsewhere. You did not feel any shame or regret. O Holy One, Brahmins should always be satisfied. You are of this state. You are verily the son of Brahmadeva. You have full knowledge of the Vedas and scriptures. The Dharma of a Brahman is very intricate and profound and it is difficult to observe. It is because of deficiency in your understanding that you are unnecessarily cursing me in anger. A wise and knowledgeable man must renounce anger because it is more wretched, then a chandala. It is anger that has caused you to curse me unjustly. Therefore, I also pronounce a curse that this anger filled body of yours should be perish. In this way, both Guru and Vashishtha and King Nimi came under a curse. Both became distressed. Ji ran to his father, Brahmaji, and informed him and prayed to him. Ji said, Father, King Nimi has cursed me that my body will be destroyed. This will cause me pain. Please tell me what I should do when I assume another body who will my, be my father. Please tell me. I desire that the next body I take should possess the same qualities and knowledge as my Present one, Maharaj, you are all powerful. Please give me a body that will please me. Brahma said to his human son, Muni, you enter into the energy of Mitra Varuna and wait there. When the time comes, you will appear. You will be unborn. There is no doubt in this. Whatever body you assume, it will be as dharmic and wise as you are now. You will get the respect of all and will be learned So ji was very pleased with the assurance of Sri Brahma and after paying obeisance and performing parikrama around Brahmaji, he left for the ashram of Varuna. Both the Munis, Mitra and Varuna, who always lived in the same ashram, were present. ji renounced his material body. His subtle body entered the bodies of Mitra and Varuna. Rajan. It happened once that the beautiful Apsara Urvarshi, together with her friends, came to the ashram of Mitra Varuna. The sight of her disturbed attention of Mitra Varuna, they said, Oh beautiful one, who are you? If you are Deva marry us and live in the ashram and experience the joy of happiness. She stayed on in the ashram for some time. The Munis got greatly charmed by her. Their seed fell into the earthen pot and out of it emerged Two adorable Muni Kurmas, Kumaras. One child was called Agastya and the other was called Vasishtha. Both these boys were grew up to be foremost Rishis and great Tapasvis. Agastya was great faith in had great faith in Tapasya. At a young age he left for the forest. The second Rishi Vasishta was engaged as a Purhoit by Ishvaku for the spiritual ascent of his clan. Raja Ishwaku made all arrangements for the comfort and stay of Vashishtha and Rajan. Vashishtha, Rajan, I have already told you the story. To fulfill the curse, Vasistha had to take birth in the clan of Mitra Varuna in the way I have just told you. Raja Janmaje said, "Mune, you have told me how Vashishtha got a body. Now please tell me about Raja Nimi. Vyas Vyasji says, Rajan, Vashishtha got a body, but Nimi did not. When Vashta cursed him, the king was in the midst of the Yajna for which he had been initiated and consecrated. All the Brahmins whom he had invited to ritual sacrifice, Sacrificial Priest began to consult each other with concern. This Dharmatma king is consecrated for the Yagya. It is still not complete and the curse of the Muni is in the middle of it all, is being burning him up. What should we do in this frightful situation? The Brahmins invoked various mantras and maintained the life in the holy body of Raja Nimi. He kept breathing. The formless, changeless Atma remained in the body. The Brahmins kept offering flower garlands and sandal paste and maintained the sacred Atma. When the Yajna ended, Indra and all the gods arrived. The Brahmins welcomed them with stutis. This pleased the gods. Then most respectfully, the Brahmins told the gods about the situation. The gods said, O king, who is the most virtuous? We are pleased. Ask whatever boon you desire. You can get a very high birth. And you can ask for either a divine body or a human. Just like your Puruhoit Vasishta opted for a human body, the soul of Nimi became pleased and spoke, O great and auspicious Devatas, I do not like the cycle of the births and deaths and taking on different kinds of bodies. I would like to be that which gives sight to all living things. Please grant that I abide in the eyes of all the living things. The gods said, For this boon you must pray to the most auspicious and all-pervading Bhagavati Jagadamba. She is pleased with your Yajna. It is only by her grace that you will get your desire fulfilled. Raja Nimi began his worship of Devi by singing songs and praise of emotional voice and great humility. This pleased Devi and she gave him a Sakshat Darshan. Her form was so brilliant and luminous that it gave the light of one crore suns shining together. All her limbs are delicate and youthful. This, ex- this exquisite and unprecedented darshan made everyone totally enma- enamored and engrossed. Everyone felt intensely fulfilled. Rajin, Seeing the Devi pleased, Nimi asked for his boon. Mother, please give me nirmal nan, that is pure knowledge, by which I can get freedom, that is mukti, and please make it possible for me to abide in the eyes of all. Bhagavati Jagadambe was already pleased with Nimi. She spoke, Rajan, you will definitely acquire nirmal vidya, that is pure knowledge your destiny is not yet complete therefore you will have to exist in the you you, ha, you will have to exist in the eyes of all movable living things by your presence living things will have the shakti to blink their eyelids consequently humans animals and birds will be known as living things that can drop their eyelids gods will be an exception they will be non-blinking. After granting the boon, the Devi Bhagavati Jagadamba removed herself from the sight. After that, the Munis confirmed with each other and decided to push a churning stick into the king's dead body. They churned, hoping some child would emerge. They began to chant mantras simultaneously and Havan was in progress. After churning for some time, a most beautiful boy-child, complete with all the qualities, was produced. He looked exactly like King Nimi. As he was produced by Mantan, that is churning, he got the name Mithi. And because he emerged out of the body of his father, he became famous by the name of Janaka. As Nimi was kept alive without his corporal body, Vaideha, all the kings of his clan were also given the title Vaideha. This is how Janaka was born out of the body of Nimi. Raja Janaka established his kingdom on the banks of the river Ganga. It was most pleasing and became famous by the name of Mithila. All the kings of his clan were given the title of Janaka. Rajan, this is the great story of Nimi. Because of a curse, he had to live without a body. Raja Janmajai said, "Bhagwan Nimi had cursed ji And you have just told me the reason. But ji was a Brahmin and a Purohit appointed by the king himself. Then why did the king curse him? He should have acknowledged him as a Brahmin and a Guru and forgiven him being a jewel in the clan of Ishvaku and being aware of the codes of the royal Dharma why did the king curse sister, who was occupying the position of a guru and a Brahman? Vyasji says for one who has no control over his mind and senses forgiveness is very difficult and rare quality to find a forgiving person in this world is almost impossible and particularly one who also has the power of authority to approach or punish. The character and disposition of a Muni should be that he should have no fondness or attachment to anyone and should do tapasya, he should conquer sleep, hunger and thirst and engage himself in the practice of yoga, lust, anger, greed and ahankar. These powerful enemies of spiritual ascent are always lurking in the human beings and he never recognizes or understands them. Muni's sons of Brahmaji and many great tapasvis were not untouched by these three gunas. Then what can one say of mortals? Mahatma Kaporoji was a great exponent of Sangha Shastra and he was always engaged in yoga bhayas. But even he could not escape the workings of destiny and he became instrumental in Sagar's sons getting burnt to ashes. Therefore, Rajan, when Ahankar was the causal of the Triloki coming into existence, how can a human being be free or immune to this Gunas? Bhagwan Shankar is acknowledged, Bhagwan Shankar is acknowledged as the regular As a regulator and manager of the gunas of all living beings, it is by his will that in living things sometimes sattva guna is predominant. Sometimes rajas and at other times tamo guna is predominant. There are also times when all the gunas exist in balance. Prabhu. Parmatma is nirguna, beyond the gunas, nirlepa, untouched by karmas, and dualism, avinashi, indestructible, aparmaya, limitless and eternal. The eyes cannot fully encompass a vision of the Lord. Similar in all respects is the one who presides along with Him. Paramash, Paramashakti, Paramashakti. She who is the critics of all immovable and movable universes is beyond the effects of the three gunas. She is beyond the comprehension of mortal mortals of limited brain. Para-Brahma and para-shakti, there is not even an iota of difference between them. They have eternally been one and the same. This knowledge is itself sufficient to grant Release from all sins and never befalls. The Vedanta, one of the six systems of Hindu philosophy, announces this loud and clear. In this creation pervaded by Trigunatmika, whoever discovers this secret is assured of mukti. This knowledge is itself sufficient to grant release from all sins. And never fails. Knowledge is also of two kinds. That which is acquired through words spoken or written is considered foremost. If one studies and reflects on the Vedas and Shastras, this knowledge can be obtained. But the intelligence can cause different kinds of interpretation and understanding of it. Rajan, the other source of anubhav which is very rare and precious and which is very rare and precious and which is experienced on the central nervous system when one has the privilege of living in close proximity to one who has already realized thus this knowledge then gradually it is felt bharat just theoretically exposure is not sufficient The experience is called divine knowledge. Knowledge gathered from reading or listening does not have the capacity to remove the darkness and spiritual ignorance from our consciousness. For example, just by talking about a lamp, the darkness does not get dispelled. Karma action is that to which the the doer does not get attached. And knowledge is pure only if it is the means of mukti. If actions are done, any other, the only result is fatigue and stress and knowledge only equips one with technique and mastery. There is no benefit of transformation. The prime fruits of pure knowledge are a moral and virtuous life. Benevolence to all freedom from anger, forgiving, nature, tolerance and satisfaction. Rajan, mere knowledge, Without tapasya and practice of yoga, cannot help one to overcome the six enemies. The seat of anger, lust, greed, etc. is sad to be in attention. When the mind is under control, it cannot get perverted or deformed. Rajan, this is the reason why Raja Nimi could not forgive Muni Vasishth. Nimi had not achieved the state of Maharaj Yayati, who forgave. Sukracharya and did not curse him. It happened a long time ago. Sukracharya cursed Maharaj Yayati. You will be immediately struck with old age. The king said nothing and accepted the old age. Some kings are of peaceful and tolerant nature and some are cruel and hot-tempered. Rajan, all do not have the same temperament. Therefore, who can be blamed? Long ago, a lot of Brahmins of the lineage of Brigu were Purhoits for the Hayati clan. These Kshatriyas became angry for some reason and out of greed for wealth, they destroyed all the Brahmins. They did not stop to think that Brahma killing of Brahmins, is a great sin. Our Shat Koti Koti Pranams to Devi Bhagavati Jagadambike. Namaste to all our listeners of Srimad Devi Bhagavat. Hope you all have a blessed day.